Hello, and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend, and today we continue with Lesson 5, The Keys to the Kingdom. Coming down the home stretch, Section 6, The Importance of Humility. And we're going to look at paragraphs 24, 25, 26, 27, and 28. They're mostly shorter paragraphs, like a sentence or two. All right, we have this section. And then we have tomorrow, the next episode, and then the next episode, and we're complete with this lesson. So here we go. Jeshua continues, life wants to breathe through you as magically and powerfully as it breathes through a thunderstorm or the leaf on a tree or the radiance in a newborn baby's eyes. That life is what you are. That life is the presence of God's love, the depth of the ocean welling up into the waves of creation. Let, therefore, that life alone be your guide in all things, and rest in appreciation before the infinite mystery that life is, and say yes to it. Say yes to life that you are willing to let the fullness of it wash through you and carry you into an ever-deepening understanding and comprehension of all that God is. If you would well receive it, resting in the awareness of divine humility is the sweetest of experiences that you can ever know. So beautiful. Life with a capital L, that's what Jeshua is saying. It wants to breathe through you magically and powerful like it does a thunderstorm or a leaf or the radiance in a newborn baby's eyes. Remember the word conspire. To conspire means to breathe with. Life wants to breathe with and through you to express itself through you. That's what you're here for. Make no mistake. This is moving from survival consciousness body identification to something more, something more magnificent. I was going to say bigger, like smaller and bigger, but something magnificent that is true wants to live through you in all your daily ways. Again, the mind wants to judge, well, if I do that, then I need to be wealthy or famous or whatever. And life is always expressing through you. Can you let that be enough when you're in the carpool lane, when you're at the grocery store, when you're ordering things on Amazon, when you're talking to the customer service person, when you're cooking dinner for the kids and everybody's out doing their own thing, but there's one person in the kitchen with you? Can you can you claim and experience and allow the incredible majesty of life to move through you, to be experienced by you? It's everywhere. Jeshua says, that life is what you are. So so often we ask the question, who am I? But have you ever considered another question, what am I? You are the life that is in the oak tree. You are the life that is in the orca swimming in the ocean. You are the life that is in the thunderstorm. That is everything. That's what you are as well. And that life is the presence of God's love. The depth of the ocean moves back to that metaphor. The depth of the ocean welling up into the waves of creation. The waves of creation don't exist on their own. 
They've been loved into expression. So, so from this perspective, I was thinking about this driving home from dropping my kids off from school today. Like, you know, you, the, the expression rose colored glasses where you see everything with a rose color. Can you have God colored glasses where you see everything as God sees it, as the divine sees it, which is basically seeing itself everywhere, expressing itself? Can you have God glasses? Can you see with the eyes of the divine? If the, you know, think about the divine as a person seeing and, and what it's experiencing. Can you choose to experience life in that way? When you look in the mirror at yourself, when you look at your naked body, can you see that as the divine in one expression and not judging it and judging yourself? Loving all parts of it, all parts of yourself, all parts of expression. Jeshua says, let your that life alone be your guide in all things. Instead of the ego, the tiny mad idea of separation, not good enough. Who are you to be successful? Who are you to be happy? You know, when things get good, the other shoe's going to drop. All the things that we're familiar with, all the trappings of the ego thought process. Let life with a capital L alone be your guide. Surrender to that in all ways. Rest in that. Trust in that. Allow that. Jeshua says, rest in appreciation before the infinite mystery that life is and say yes to it. This is, I just came from the Abraham Hicks workshop in, in Atlanta with my wife and the law of attraction. And it's all kind of, all of these guides, people, entities, whether it's Abraham, whether it's uh, A Course in Miracles, The Way of Mastery, what all the different kinds of teachings, Joe Dispenza, it's all saying the same thing in different languaging because different people hear different things. But it's all really the essence of it is all the same. And Abraham Hicks, that comes through Esther Hicks, is about your vibration and it's about the feeling. And Jeshua is saying, rest in appreciation. When we appreciate, our vibration is one of appreciation. And we then allow and attract more of that. The law of attraction says that which is like itself attracts and creates more of it like itself. When we rest in appreciation and grateful for what we have, we're so thankful we're in that S energy, more of it comes to us. Now, if we're trying to manipulate the universe to get more of what we think we don't have, which is where a lot of us, and I've been there, get stuck, we're trying to use life to get what we think we don't have, really the energy is not appreciation, it's lack. It's, hey, let me trick the universe, say, oh, I'm grateful for the money I have because I really feel like I don't have enough, I don't have enough, I don't have enough, I don't have enough, and I need to get more, so maybe this is a way to trick the universe into getting more. And our vibration, we say it's gratitude, but it's really, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. So let me feel grateful or try to be grateful so I get more because I don't have enough. And then the neutral loving, the life is so loving, it just gives you what you want, but not what you say or really you're feeling your vibration. So when we can move into genuine humility, genuine appreciation, then Life just responds to more of that. 
Jeshua says, before the infinite mystery that life is. I love that. He comes back to it again and again. It's a mystery. It's unknowable. Once you know the mystery, it's not a mystery anymore. So even Jeshua, as enlightened as he is, keeps coming using that word, the mystery. It's okay if we don't intellectually grasp it. We can know it and allow it and feel it. And that's not only enough, but that's beautiful. It's perfect. Our brain wants to know everything because we think that knowing keeps us safe or helps things be more predictable if we understand. And this is a different level of understanding from the heart. It's a total surrender into the infinite mystery that life is and say yes to it. So when we slow down enough in our thinking and our brain and stop the busyness, we can listen to where life is wanting to express through us, where life is wanting to direct us and use us. And we ultimately, we want to be used by life. We want to trust and know that wherever we are, it's perfect. It's enough. It's blessed. It's supported. We're safe. We're guided. We're loved. So just use me wherever you are, Lord, God, heaven, whatever it is, like I'm here. And that feels so good. I'm not the maker and the doer. It takes all the pressure off of us, what we think our brain thinks that we need to be the maker and the doer. Jeshua says, say yes to life, that you are willing to let the fullness of it wash through you and carry you into ever deepening understanding and comprehension of all that God is. And sometimes that comes through the contrast. Sometimes that comes through an experience that on its face, we're like, what? I didn't ask for this. I don't want this. This isn't God. What's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? Why am I creating this? Blah, 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 blah. And when we can slow down enough, we may see that this experience that on, our, on the face of it, we think we don't want is really inviting us into deeper trust, into deeper surrender, into deeper forgiveness, into deeper self-love, into deeper abundance, into deeper peace, into deeper letting go. Allowing And Jeshua says, if you would well receive it, we so often block, we don't receive, we don't think we're worthy of receiving, or we think we need to uncrack the code before we can receive. It's always here for you. If you would well receive it, resting in the awareness of divine humility is the sweetest of experiences that you can ever know. Because humility is, you are not the maker and the doer. You did not create yourself. There is something you, you, there is something that is, is more of you than you know. And when you have that divine humility, it takes, again, I just can't say it enough, maybe because I feel pressure. <laughs> it takes all the pressure off having to do it right. Or try and get what we think we lack. It takes all the pressure off. We can rest and receive and know that whatever comes of our life, whatever we create is not, we didn't do it. Because if we think we did it, then we think we did all the bad stuff. If we think all of our effort created something, then all of our effort, when we always need effort to create. And the divine humilities of myself, I do nothing. I'm so limited in my intellect and my energy capacity and my intelligence of how I see all the pieces and components, but the universe, life itself, the ocean knows this wave is here and that wave is there. And when you have a dream to bring a business into fruition, 
to serve others, to bring more joy onto this plane of existence. The universe knows all the pieces, all the people, where the money is, all the people that are calling for that. The universe just brings it all together for you. You are not the maker and the doer. So we can rest in, this is, again, what Abraham's talking about, resting in the dream, the heart's desire. This is what Jeshua's talking about, resting in your desire, feeling it, knowing it, living it, and allowing the universe to conspire in your favor, that everything is happening and unfolding for you. Are you willing to allow that? Are you willing it? Are you willing to allow it to be that easy? Notice in your brain where you want to argue. Just notice it. Wow. I and I, I have I have that. I'm very skeptical. I want to argue. I want to disprove. And I can notice that. And oh, that's my small self working against me, not allowing, not trusting. Notice where that might be inside of you too. And Jeshua continues, many of you look upon me and say, oh, would I ever love to be where Jeshua is? Think a thought and you are with someone. Think a thought and you are in that universe. Whoa. Whoa. Now, are you willing to just full on accept that and believe it? Or is your brain argue with that or not believe it? Many of you say, I would love to be where Jeshua is. Think a thought and you are with someone. Doesn't matter if they're in a body. Seem to be in a physical body. Life is eternal. I hope this teaching is awakening that truth where you're, you're allowing that truth more and more to seep into your brain. Your ego self is never going to, you might like understand the concept, but is always going to be like, nah, we're a body. We got to survive. We got to eat. We need a house. We need clothes. We need to pay rent or our mortgage. No, the ego is not never going to agree with that. But that's okay. We shift our attention from the ego to the truth, to our heart, to our inner knowing that life is eternal, that you're just having this human experience temporarily, but you are not temporary. You are eternal. You are a consciousness of love that's been loved into expression. Think a thought. That's how powerful your thoughts are. And you are with someone. Now, I've had this experience my, since my brother died almost almost two years ago, a year and a half ago or so. I have conversations with him all the time. Now, part of me, my ego says, oh, you're just having those things in your own brain. That's not real. Like the ego is going to always do that. And I've accepted that the ego is going to try and discount or minimize it. And that's okay. Oh, that's only your own voice. You're only hearing your own thoughts. You hear that all the time. Very uh, jaded people or people who don't want, who are so afraid to believe in something beyond their physical senses. That's just your own thinking. That's just your own brain memory. That's just your own whatever. I I disagree from the heart that we can have experiences. We can connect with anyone, anywhere. Think a thought and you are with someone. So I have conversations with my brother. I have conversations with Jeshua. I have conversations with my grandfather who passed a decade ago. I have conversations with Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) You have conversations with any being. You're not limited by space-time. 
your little small self thinks you are, but you are not. It's all around your intention and attention. Because Jeshua has been saying since the beginning and continues to say, you are only having this human experience because all of your attention is focused here. You can travel to other dimensions and other universes and be wherever you want if you shift your attention to those places. And Jeshua says, think a thought and you are in that universe because it's inside of you. It's not outside. All of creation is is inside of you. You are connected to all of creation. The kingdom of God is within. It's not it's not out there. Space, time, distance is all one energy being expressed. Again, think about what quote unquote science is starting to prove what the mystics have been saying of all time. Isn't that what quantum entanglement is? You take, you know, certain cells of something and you put it on the other side of the of the planet Earth. And when you do something to one group of cells in United States, in Australia, the other group of cells also experiences that thing. I think that's what quantum entanglement is starting to show. It's because it's all one. It's all here. It's all now. So Jeshua is planting these seeds for us to, st- to, to start to believe in or invest in or remember. So if you've been missing someone in your life that has passed or you want to connect to the wisdom and love of someone in history that you admire, whether it be Jeshua or Mother Mary or Joan of Arc or uh, Yogananda, whoever it is, think a thought and you are with someone. Think a thought and you are in that universe. Archangel Michael. Michael. And we continue as Jeshua says, I tell you this, where I abide is in a vibrational frequency with many, many other beings whose consciousness never wavers for an instant from the deep appreciation and humility before the mystery of all that God is. We abide in the great delight of knowing that we live, yet not us, but our creator lives as us. Isn't that ultimate humility? Here's Jeshua, Jesus, Jesus the Christ, the one that so many of us have been uh, raised that is this, the, the, this magical, special person that you're not. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the greatest lie most of us have ever been told because it keeps us thinking that we're always going to be beyond love that there's that there's something different and better and more worthy than us which is the greatest lie and Jeshua is always always bring us back to that we're the same it's all love it's all god you are a child of god i'm a child of god of the creator whatever word you want to use and Jeshua is saying where i abide is in a vibrational frequency. Think of things as vibration. It's a frequency of so much love with many, many other beings whose consciousness never, so it's all God expressed in different forms, whose consciousness never wavers for an instant 
and never wavers in italics, never wavers for an instant. How beautiful is that? From the deep appreciation and humility, those words are in italics, again for emphasis, before the mystery of all that God is. It's even a mystery to Jeshua and every enlightened being. Isn't that the ultimate surrender? It's like a knowing and a surrender at the same time. It's like a knowing and I don't have to know at the same time. The mystery of all that God is, we abide in the great delight of knowing that we live, we we exist, we live, we're here, and we're powerful, yet it's not our power, yet not us, but our creator lives as us. This source, this creative, loving, intelligent source as Jeshua, as Moses, as Archangel Metatron, as the Buddha as Jason, as Kelly, as Jordan, as Samantha, as Datrion, as LeBron, as Abraham. It doesn't matter. It's expressed as everything in existence. The tiny mad idea says that you're not that, though. Which one are you going to buy into? Come on, seriously. Like, at what point are we going to say, all right, I'm tired of listening to this tiny mad idea that somehow I'm separate from everything else? Come on now. Right now, in your daily life, with whatever problems you seem to be dealing with, that's the divine as you. And as we... Spend more and more of our energy focusing on that and giving appreciation for that. Watch what happens in your life. The grace and the ease, the magic and the mystery and the miracles that come into your experience. And and over time, because it it seems to take time for us because we're gently being woken by Jeshua and these teachings, gently. Watch what happens. Look where you were five years ago. Look where you were 10 years ago, not necessarily in your life, but in your consciousness and what you believed and how you thought. And look where you are today. Something drew you to this teaching, the way of mastery, to this podcast. It's so easy to forget how far we seem to have come. And it's also an important reminder. Last line here, Jeshua says, the only difference between being a master and being a student is that the master has mastered the art of always being a student. Think about that one. So here's Jeshua, again, who so many of us have kind of been told is the pinnacle of what's available to us. He's the spokesperson for enlightenment and divine embodiment, and he knows this. And he's saying, I'm still a student. I'm still expanding. I'm still deepening in my experience of the mystery of the creator. And I'm loving every minute of it. And I don't waver for an instant in my appreciation and humility of it. So beautiful. It goes back to what he said in the previous episode or part of the book recently, which is like the fundamentals. The moment we think we're done, the moment we think we've mastered the basics, oh, I don't need to meditate anymore, I feel good. I don't need to connect anymore, I kind of know those things. I know the manifestation, I know how to manifest, I know these things, I don't need that anymore. The moment, and that's just a temptation of the ego to try and hijack our experience. 
And the more pow- the more we expand in our power and our consciousness and our light, the more subtle the, the ego voice gets. And that's why discipline and vigilance and always being aware of what's happening inside of us and where our attention is, is, is important. Because the ego is going to want to hijack the experience and make give take the power and the credit for itself and not give the glory to God. Give the glory to the creator. Of myself, I do nothing. This is humility. This is why it's the most important. And it's a beautiful thing. I love you guys so much. I'm so honored to be on this journey with you. Uh, again, a little bit every day, just reinforcing these ideas and these feelings and these energies over and over and over again. There's so many exercises and practices that already in these five lessons we've been given by Jeshua and they're in these um, you know, episodes of this podcast, make something your daily practice. Do it every day. Invest that time. It's so worth it. I love you. If you get value from this, please give us a good review. Share it with somebody you care about. And if you want... Hit me up with an email, hello at revelationbreathwork.com. My name is Jason. Even something like, hey, I'm listening. Thank you. Or you don't have to say thank you. Just, hey, I'm listening. I'm John in Boston. Have a good day. Like, that's it. Cool. Don't feel weird about it. It probably literally takes 30 seconds to do that on your phone. And if it feels weird, cool. That's awesome. I'm not going to receive it as weird. It's It's just so awesome to know that there's people out there that are listening and uh and connecting with this work it's how we're going to grow community all right have an amazing day and we'll see you guys next time